Hi, this is Justin McElroy, and you're listening to Adventures in Jody Sitting. As long as your expectations are low, we should be fine. She's sitting beside you, talking your ear off. Adventures with Jody sitting in your bar. It starts right now. It is, uh, it's one of those days. I am making you aware you'll hear some nonsense. Because that's, that's typical. I don't know that I need to tell you. We're like 40 whatever, 45 episodes in. We're coming up on the third anniversary of Adventures in Jody Sitting. Season 3 was kind of a weak, weak sauce. I actually, maybe we'll consider, maybe season 3 will just continue for another year. We can hit our anniversary, but is that that season one was the whole first year, season two. See, anniversaries and how many years and stuff is different. Like your like your birthday and your the anniversary of your birth. What am I talking about? Ugh. I'm in the car. Probably figured that out. It's raining. Which it hasn't done very much this summer. I'm super excited that I don't have to water my plants. Um, we're closing in on the end of June a little too rapidly. I am making plans to celebrate Adventures in Jody Sitting's third birthday. We've been alive for three years. Is that true? <laughs> I think it is. I think it is 40. Uh, I think I did episode 44 last week or the week before. I have so much work to do to catch up and make things right. I sort of talked about it. I can't remember what I said. I'll be honest. Once I record the audio, then um, I don't listen to it for a while, and then I listen to it, and then I forget it all over again. So that's kind of where we are. This is gonna sound weird, but... Hang on, <laughs> hang on. We shan't let that pass. <laughs> that's not... <laughs> you like that one? That's not passing. That's... <laughs> that needs discussion, my friend. So... You started off by telling... I, I started recording late because you were just going down a road. Um, Tom mentioned to me... I said... Wait, I have to try to, like... You said we were going to look for a wedding to crash. I said, I'm not dressed for it. Are you? And you said, you're the entertainment. Yes, I'm the entertainment. For the wedding we're going to crash. And I said, what are you going to do? And you said... I said... Uh, do you have a jar of Noxzeba? And I didn't know how to respond to, no, I don't, I guess is the answer. Yeah. And um, the reason you asked, the reason you asked is... Because <laughs> I'm the entertainer and I'm going to be a mime. I'm a wedding mime. You know, you know the traditional wedding mime? Yes. So... So, so, I, so I, I, I need to prepare, so I need the... So... 
Maxima. Yeah, so Tom's... Tom's head is full of something today. Well, I, I just thought, you know, if you're going to crash a wedding, a way to do it would be as an entertainer because I'm wearing jeans. So, so, so have you ever been to a wedding where the, the entertainment for the wedding was wearing jeans? Because I haven't. Well, it's, you could say this is part of the entourage and the accoutrements of the wedding mime. No? I don't, I'm, so, so here's the thing. I don't know that I would ever hire a mime from my wedding because it's loud people are talking (laughs) how would the mime get your attention like well that's the whole point is it is (laughs) loud at a wedding so you don't need to have a PA system but nobody would even notice like you're paying this wedding mime probably good money I would assume (laughs) (laughs) you may be monopoly money who knows and and the wedding mime is trying to do their act and literally nobody in the place is paying attention that's, that's, I think that's the point, is to be distracting. That way you you're still have entertainment, but you're not taking away the attention from the bride and groom. Wow. Yeah. Well, good luck with your new business venture. You don't, you don't think it's going to succeed? No. I, well, there's a couple of reasons for that. Probably, like, right now, timing-wise, I don't know that people are having... I mean, no, take, take COVID out of the, the oh, equation. Okay. Let's just say you're you're at um, it's pre-COVID days. You're you're actually in the early 2000s when all the weddings went interesting ways. All right, so you're at the Four Seasons. You're you're booking your venue and you have somebody with a harp over on the left. Yeah. You've got the ice sculpture maker on the right, and, and then Tom you have the wedding mind. I'm the wedding mind. <laughs> and his in his jeans. And let's see what else. Are you wearing? Are you wearing a fleece top? So, Tom the wedding mime, who looks fresh off the street, shall we say? I, I am scrubbed because I got maxima, fresh scrub. Fresh scrub. Got that nice odor of, of cleanness. So you think that mimes are wearing noxima? No. Like I think that's going to destroy your skin if you just leave it on for a really long time. I'm concerned about your skin. Isn't that nice of me? Yeah, it's nice of you to thinking that. But I was assuming you were in a pinch and you were trying to fake it. This is one way you could do it in a quick way. Because oh, you were I, talking I, about crashing, <laughs> not doing it as a livelihood. Well, you said it as if it is a, a livelihood. Like, Well, now that we're talking about it, this is a potential moneymaker. Yeah. This this could be an, an entire new business string that I'm not even thinking about. Yeah, I think of all of the ideas that we've had as we've been driving around in the nine years that we've been together, that one's probably the least likely to make any money at all. This is going to suck as a side gig? I think it's got really got potential. I Well, let's just make up business cards and, uh, and uh, we'll do a Facebook page for you and we'll see <laughs> if people reach out. And if they do... Then we'll have to figure out well, then, what, know, a, what a wedding mime actually if we, does. If we get that far, and now my problem is I have to think, what do I do as a wedding mime? <laughs> I mean, you've got the basics. 
you've got the cutting of the cake and faking putting the cake into the grooms and wait, the so bride's wait, mouth. That's, you think that that's a thing that a mime... So you're going to just mime smashing cake into somebody's face? That's the, the whole thing can't be that. There has to be more than just that. Yeah, so how long do you think your act has to be? You have to have a solid 15 minutes yeah, anyway, probably. Right? Well, it's like you got that. You've got the groom's toast. You can put that in. You've got the, the DJ trying to do the chicken dance. But wait, what do you... So, but... I guess I haven't paid too much attention to mimes. I guess not. I could, like what? I feel I feel confident in making that statement that I haven't <laughs> paid too much attention to mimes. But what like when they're on stage, they're they're just miming that they're doing something. It's performance art. You are creating entertainment. So now I have to think what would be a new act that would be tangent to weddings. And how would that be entertaining for the audience that is captive because they all have to sit at the tables? You better hope that there's an open bar or hope that there isn't because it's going to go one of two ways. People will either ignore you because they're drinking or um, they'll be drunk and angry at you. I, I, I hardly disagree. I think they will be um, watching and cheering me on. And looking for me to do more things. Okay, so everyone, when you're planning your wedding, remember Tom the Wedding Mime. Damn straight. This is going to sound weird, but you may have noticed I sound quite nasally. And that's because I have been just dealing with the worst head cold slash allergies for the past two weeks now. And I thought I was sounding better. And when we woke up this morning, Tom told me my cough was worse. So I thought it sounded pretty good, actually. He said it was worse than the night before. I thought I was doing great. Yes, sure, I was still coughing, but it wasn't the kind of cough that, you know, worry that I'm going to accidentally pee a little bit. Because that's a thing when you're my age and you've previously given birth and anything sneezing coughing jumping on a trampoline or a bouncy house <laughs> you know every time i don't spend a lot of time on trampolines these days i have been you know pondering my existence as one does so first off when i was young having a trampoline at your house wasn't really a thing I don't think I don't I just don't believe that the home trampoline market hadn't begun yet and I quite literally didn't know anybody who owned one now it's possible there was someone in my class who had a trampoline at home but they just chose to not invite me over to use it I mean the thought of that is making me sad but it is very possible I guess I'll have to put some feelers out on Facebook to make sure I was not shunned from trampoline parties as a as a youth. But I just I don't I'm pretty sure they weren't a, a deal. It wasn't a thing that people bought. That means that people my age, if I'm correct, didn't have a lot of trampoline experience. And the only time I think I've ever been on one in my life was in gym class in high school 
when we did the gymnastics unit, and I didn't have the upper arm strength to do things like rings, and I was too afraid of death to use the parallel bars or the uneven bars. I feel like I might have gotten up on the uneven bars and done like one spin, but thinking about it now, with the the do they still do that with untrained kids and have other kids be their spotters? Like I trusted my my classmates when I was a freshman in high school to spot me on uneven bars? I don't think so. I'm guessing it's a much bigger insurance risk. Maybe they don't even do a gymnastics rotation anymore. But we had the balance beam and the pommel horse and rings. What else did we have? We had the parallel bars, the that's everything. And everybody got a chance to kind of get their bounce on on the trampoline. Because you were supposed to like do flips and stuff, not just bounce on your ass. But that's like, I think that's the only time I've ever even been on a trampoline in my whole life in gym. And I didn't want to do it then. And I never had the opportunity to do it after that. I have been in a bouncy house, in a bouncy castle. And that's similar, right? It's similar in that you can bounce. It's way better than doing it in high school because then your peers are not watching you not be able to do anything and feel like a complete loser. And they might not have even been thinking, oh, she's a complete loser. She can't do some kind of fancy trick when she's on the trampoline. But that's how we all felt. We all felt like everyone else knew exactly what they were doing. And we were the losers who couldn't, I don't know, do a, a midair split followed by a somersault or whatever the hell. I, okay, I remembered why I was talking about the trampoline. Because these days, jumping on one kind of makes you pee a little. And that's, a, that's the more you know, boys and girls. Keep doing those Kegels. Don't have babies. I guess that's another way to try to keep things under control down there. But. Oh, and I have this this cough. I didn't want to use that as an excuse to have the next episode be yet another week or two later. You know, oh, I my voice is not flawless. Well, my voice isn't flawless on a good day. Sorry you all have to listen to me like this. I guess I'll have to practice. I don't know. What would I be practicing? Smoothing my voice? decrapifying my voice. I'll practice that for you. I'll give you that. I'll practice it. I'll practice it in time for the anniversary episode. Super cool.